from Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. It certainly is the national news for week commencing Sunday, April 11, 2021. And this is the only Sunday this week, so make the most of it. Hi, I'm Graham VK4BB. And in this week's news, WIA President Greg with this week's board comment. And he'll speak on the WIA election update, ACMA consultations and the WIA AGM. And interesting use of radio in the fight against the bat flu. Radio provides traffic reports for COVID vaccinations. A low-power AM radio station in a U.S. city was used to broadcast an especially timely message directing people to a drive through clinic to get their COVID-19 vaccine. The message was sent out on 16.30 a.m. in Denver, Colorado, transmitting pre-recorded information in English and Spanish, helping thousands of older Colorado residents arrive for their appointment at Coors Field, where 10,000 doses were jabbed in. It is the WIA National News and your three W's. Wash your hands, wear your mask and watch your distance. Hello, this is Greg, WI President, with this week's board comment. WI election update. The WI election process is well underway with the election documents distributed with AR Magazine issue 2. Those members who have elected to receive only the electronic version of the magazine have been sent the election documents via direct mail. Please note, most importantly that the closing date has been extended past the date printed on the election documents. The closing date for the receipt of your vote to the WIA is now April 30. This extension is to offset delays in the postal system, which have been a feature since the pandemic started last year. A MemNet email advice of the closing date extension was sent to all members, authorised by the WIA returning officer. The election process is overseen by the WIA returning officer, and if any member, member has a query regarding the election process, please contact the WIA National Office, preferably via email, and ideally with a subject line of election query. ACMA consultations. There have been, so far this year, two ACMA consultations that impact on the amateur radio service. The first was where ACMA proposed as their preferred option a move to a class licence instead of the current non-assigned apparatus licence. This consultation closed a week ago. The WA response submissions, supported strongly by the WA poll results, was that we could not reasonably support the ACMA proposed option in its current form. Note that the WA is not opposed fundamentally to a class licence, but it must pass a better off overall test before we would endorse such an option. I personally believe that a class licence is ultimately inevitable in the mid-term, even if not in the near-term and it is worth considering different scenarios and opportunities that may ensue. The implementation of this type of hybrid arrangement where there is an appropriate split of regulation between the regulator, ACMA, and the amateur service is clearly non-trivial. Frameworks would need to be in place to support self-regulation, benefit radio amateurs, and ensure a low-cost, not-for-profit solution. The second ACMA consultation so far this year is called Proposed Changes to Class Licences, Updating References to Standards to Include Reference to Equipment Rules and Harmonising Electromagnetic Energy Requirements, March 2021. In this consultation, the ACMA stated that it proposes, quote, 
to require compliance with the general public exposure limits for EME as specified by the Australian Radiation and Nuclear Protection Safety Agency, known as APANSA. And this is in the Radiation Protection Standard for Limiting Exposure to Radiofrequency Fields, or any instrument that replaces that standard, end of quote. The ACMA has also stated in the consultation, again quoting, For these class licences, the proposed amendments are designed to ensure that the EME requirements for class licence users are harmonised with the requirements for users operating under the corresponding apparatus licence. End of quote. In its initial analysis, WA has found that the proposed regulatory arrangements are inconsistent with the ACMA harmonisation objective and has recommended changes to redress this deficiency. Currently, this only affects the reciprocal licences, um, international reciprocal licences. WIAGM, the federal government has not extended the determination that overrode the Corporations Act to allow virtual AGMs to be held by public companies, although it was expected to do so via changes to the legislation um, in early 2021. The WIA held a virtual AGM last year. Hence this year, the WIA will now be holding a hybrid AGM. This will require a physical location to be identified and a number of current options are being considered. The WIA will advise details as soon as practical. Until next time, this is Greg, VK2GPK. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Remember, 18th of April will be World Amateur Radio Day, and this year marks the 96th anniversary of the International Amateur Radio Union, which was founded at the 1925 International Radio Telegraph Conference in Paris. The IARU has chosen Amateur Radio Home But Never Alone as the theme for World Amateur Radio Day 2021 to acknowledge that during our physical distancing to reduce the spread of COVID-19, Amateur Radio stands out as a welcome respite for its variety of activities and opportunities. On World Amateur Radio Day, all radio amateurs are invited to take to the airwaves to share global goodwill with other amateurs. At least one society, Radio Amateurs of Canada, is again holding a Get on the Air on World Amateur Radio Day special event in which RAC encourages as many amateurs as possible to get on the air and contact as many RAC stations as possible. Norway's National Amateur Radio Society, the NRRL, is hosting a digital ham convention commencing on World Amateur Radio Day. There will be interesting and exciting digital lectures over the eight days, NRRL will browse, get product presentations from several of the Norwegian suppliers of radio amateur equipment and get to demonstrate exciting news on the equipment front. Of course, there will also be radio amateur lectures from Norwegian speakers with cutting-edge expertise from various fields within the radio amateur service. To IARU Region 1, Cyprus radio hams remove discriminatory language. At their AGM held on March 21, the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society, CARS, made changes to their constitution to make it gender neutral as part of an effort to make the society more welcoming to female members. As part of their efforts to help newly licensed amateurs, the topic of the society's recent online skills night was licensed, now what? 
The communications regulators of both Germany and Austria have made new additions to their national amateur radio call books available for free download. Links are, as always, found in the text edition of this news, wia.org.au. South African draft-type approval regulations published. Regulator ICASA has printed regulations in Government Gazette No. 44371, dated 31st of March 2021. Amateur Radio has been listed in Section 5 under the list of equipment not requiring registration with the authority. The ZS Society, SARL, will study the draft carefully and prepare feedback to ICASA. Initial reaction is that this is good news. It's not certain when the final regulations will be gazetted. It will depend on the feedback received and if hearings will have to be held. You can download a copy of the regulation from the SARL. The UK regulator has awarded small-scale DAB radio multiplex licences to four more areas in England and Scotland. Small-scale DAB is an innovative technology that provides a low-cost way for local commercial, community and specialist music services to take to the digital airwaves. Further licence awards for the remaining 16 areas that were advertised in Round 1 will be announced over the coming weeks. Round 2 licence areas in the northwest of England and northeast Wales will be advertised on the 1st of June 2021. And rounding up this week's international news from Region 3, the last radio repair shop in Telangana. Arab News reports on two ageing brothers in Hyderabad who run the last radio repair shop in the southern Indian state. In the heart of the old town, the shop, which has been open since 1948, is filled with thousands of radio sets stacked in the small space where two ageing brothers have been repairing radios for as long as they can remember. The brothers, 82 and 71, learned the craft from their father who started selling and repairing radios in the 1920s after a trip to Bombay where he bought his first set. More than seven decades later, Maboob Radio Service is now the last radio repair shop in Hyderabad and the whole southern Indian state of Telangana. For WIA National News, in Sydney I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. The Yuri Gagarin International Days Contest 2021 is dedicated to the memory of Yuri Gagarin, who realised the first human flight to space on April 12, 1961. Contest runs from 2100 hours GMT on April 10 until 2100 hours GMT on April 11. And this year the contest is welcomed on the QO100 satellite. On April 4, MCDL opened the QO100 NB satellite transponder to general contest operation in the upper mixed road range. This weekend, April 10 11, we'll see the Yuri Garan contest. And we are more than welcome to use the QO-100 geostationary satellite. NB transponder for both CW and SSB operation. The CQ Worldwide CWWPX contest May 29-30. April 25 AM CW Anzac Day. Sunday 25th from 9am on 7125kHz AM. Hair Angel Sprint will May the 1st 
10 hours to 11.46 UTC. The BK Shires, June 12.13. Winter VHF UHF Field Days, June 26.27. DX Window. EI to IMD, Saturday April 24th is an official Mark County station. For the International Mark County Day 2021 activity from Tremor. County Waterford. Tremor has a direct connection with Mark County as he often stayed there with his aunt, a Mrs. Cookman, who resided at the Cove, Tremor. Another EI station listed on the IMD site is EI0MAR from the Martello Tower at Howth in Dublin. Danish special event. To commemorate the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II and thus Denmark's liberation, the call sign OZ75MAY was active last year during May. However, Bornholm Island was not liberated until April 5, 1946. Yes, one year later. So Danish radio amateurs have been active with the two special call signs OZ75BO and OZ75MAY during the period of April 1 to 11, 2021. Activity will be on all the bands, including the WAC bands, using CWSSB and all digital modes. Operators active from Bornholm Island, EU030, and the surrounding islands will use the call sign OZ75BO. Operators in the rest of Denmark will use the call sign OZ75MAY. Remember, today is the last day. GB5LIB Guernsey Amateur Radio Special Event Members of the Society GARS will activate the special event call sign GB5LIB from May 8th to the 14th of May 2021 on all bands and modes from 160 to 10 metres. Some satellite operation is likely too, including the QO100 satellite. The station will be on the air to celebrate the 76th anniversary of the liberation of the islands in the Ballywick of Guernsey. VK0 Station that Australia's Cassie base in Antarctica until at least November. Paul, VK2PAD, is active as VK0PD in his spare time. Currently he has a 20-40 metre dipole, 10 metres above ground level, and so far he has had some contacts on 20 metres. Argentina, LU. Special event station L21RCA is QRV during all of 2021 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of IAAU Member Society, Radio Club Argentino, QSL via LU4AA. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. This is VK1WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Wireless weather from WIA. Researchers have uncovered centuries-old accounts of the 1582 solar storm according to a post on eham.net. They've got their hands on a Portuguese scribe dating early March 1582, which describes the magnificent light show never before experienced by people of the nation. Solar storms occur when the sun is at its peak solar activity. The sun shoots out boiling hot plasma in the form of solar flares and winds. These provide vibrant auras around regions where auroras are not normally seen. 
even though most solar storms have nothing to worry about, a massive one could be devastating, interfering with electronics these days some 400 plus years since that Portuguese account. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello everyone, hope you had a nice Easter and didn't overindulge too much in those nice chocolate treats. And to our first subject, and it's faith and some sad news. Silent key, Father Harry Houlihan, EI3EN. Many of us would have worked Father Harry Houlihan, EI3EN, a native of Dingle, County Kerry, who passed away at his home in the Franciscan friary Multifarnham. First founded in 1268, the Franciscan monastery at Multifarnham is still home to a community of friars some 750 years later. EI3EN became a radio enthusiast while a missionary in South Africa, where he spent almost 40 years. On his return to Ireland, he lived in Cork and Waterford, before finishing his days as a Franciscan friar in Multifarnham, west of Dublin, almost in the centre of Ireland. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, when Malay students to speak to astronauts. It never ceases to amaze how VK Ham's involved with ARIS never seem to provide you with news of forthcoming school contacts in advance. However, thanks to Australia's Blue Mountains Gazette, this story reports Winmalee Public will become ground control later this month when eight students talk to an astronaut on the International Space Station. Way, way back in the pre-C-19 days, July 2019, the school science teacher, Alison Broderick, applied to NASA to be part of the exciting ARIS program, Amateur Radio on the International Space Station. This thanks to amateur radio enthusiasts who work with NASA to facilitate the contacts. Finally, late last year, Allison got the good news. We have left off. Within a few weeks, NASA has yet to confirm the exact date, the students of Winmalee Public will speak to astronauts via radio in the school hall as the space station orbits 430 kilometres above the Earth, travelling at 27,000 kilometres an hour. The link between Earth and space will be supported by Shane Lind, a moderator for ARIS, who lives in Mackay, VK4. The students entered the Ask an Astronaut a Question competition, and eight lucky winners have been singled out to speak to the crew aboard. And a reminder, if any of our amateur friends have an upcoming ARIS contact, please let us know, as we love to hear and share the exciting news. The other mission. This mission almost passed us by, Hardly making a dent in the Easter news on mainstream media, but thanks to criticalcoms.com.au, we learned that the University of New South Wales Canberra Space Campus M2 CubeSat satellites were launched with Rocket Lab's They Go Up So Fast mission from New Zealand, representing a step forward in Australia's sovereign space capabilities. The M2 mission, a collaboration between UNSW Canberra Space and the Royal Australian Air Force, RAAF, brings together emerging technologies to deliver advanced capabilities in Earth observation, maritime surveillance and satellite communications. Supporting Australia's space situational awareness, the data captured by M2 can inform maritime surveillance, weather observations and low-orbit satellite traffic. UNSW Canberra Space's spacecraft project lead, Andron Tomaschett, said the M2 mission was almost entirely designed and built in Australia. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, AS053, Malay Peninsula West Group, George, 
AB6WP is said to be operating as HS0ZOK from Phuket Island this month, April. QRV mostly on 20 and 10 metres, SSB with some CW, QSL via HS0ZOK. Worldwide Special Interest Group's military. Major Brian A. Kirk, Fleet Amphibious Communications Officer, U.S. Marine Corps, has written an article about the Military Auxiliary Radio System, or MARS. The U.S. Defense Department has a mechanism by which to employ amateur radio operators and connect joint planners with key nodes in the area of operation. The Military Auxiliary Radio System is a Defense Department-sponsored civilian auxiliary of amateur radio operators that actively supports military operations. Notably, military air crews remain capable of using Mars phone patches through high-frequency radios when satellite communications are unavailable. The article has been published by AFCEA, and you can read it at the link in this week's WIA National News on our website, wia.org.au. Special Interest Group's SWL, New National Shortwave Listeners Club, a new club to cater for the needs of shortwave listeners and aspiring radio amateurs was launched during the week, and the club is affiliated to the Irish Radio Transmitters Society. The club is called the National Shortwave Listeners Club and will meet Sunday nights at 2000 UTC on the Zoom platform and will provide a forum where newcomers and others can meet and improve on their experiences in this wonderful hobby. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota, Youngsters on the Air. The EI Defensor Chieftain reports 11-year-old Calla Ford is now a licensed amateur radio operator. He has the callsign KI5PGE. Now, additional good news reaches us. A short ceremony was held at Cottonwood Valley Charter School, where a local ham, John Spargo, KC5NTW, has presented Keller with a handheld radio. Keller said he plans to use the radio for school projects. There are a lot of options you can do, which is the other reason why I got the license, he said. Keller added, I might use it on a backpacking trip. It's useful to communicate in an emergency or communicate to other people on that trip who also have a ham radio license. So, Keller, our congratulations. And on that note, that's it for me for this week. I'll catch you with more Worldwide Special Interest Group news next week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. It's time, it's time to vote. WIA members are asked to vote for a maximum of four nominees by striking out the names of nominees not voted for and returning their vote before April 30. Now, let's hear four of the eight candidates and kicking it off, top of the ballot paper, VK4EA. G'day, this is Peter Schrader, VK4EA, also KQ4PS. I've got myself onto the WIA board election ballot paper and you're probably wondering why vote for me. I was first licensed in 2000 as VK4 TGV, taking up 9 v one ps shortly after I moved to Singapore for work. My initial interests were in HF and APRS and now active on microwaves and ATV. Past president and now member of Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club, treasurer of the Brisbane VHF Group, member of the SCQ ATV Group and vice president of Oz Travel Safety Net, Victor Mike Delta 750. I've had many technical and managerial roles based in VK and overseas. 
So what are some of my goals? I want to know what stops people joining or renewing the WA membership. The Institute needs strength in numbers to make a real difference. A larger, more engaged membership gives us amateurs a voice. The WA needs to get better with communications, and to me, using social media effectively makes sense. I'd like to ensure that the Institute maintains dialogue with the ACMA, the AMC, and it may be bold, other representative organisations. I have a number of other ideas. There's just not enough time to go through them here. It is important you take some time to participate in the voting process. Please do it as soon as you receive your ballot so to ensure that it is received in time. Cheers for now. This has been Peter, VK4EA, for the WIA National News. Thanks, Peter. Second on the ballot paper, VK3FN. Hi, my name is Peter Dernikos, VK3FN. My professional background is a company director for the past 12 years. I have been highly active in many aspects of amateur radio ever since obtaining my foundation licence back in 2006, and in 2012 I upgraded to an advanced licence. I am an active DX chaser, contester, and have been involved in a few de-expeditions over the years. I enjoy bringing new people into the hobby and a highly active volunteer examiner for the AMC and the AWRL. I am the current president of the VEA group. We organise and administer AMC and AWRL amateur licence examinations. I have been a member of the WA since 2006. As a WA director, I have nominated to work with the board cohesively and positively to encourage and focus as a strong team in protecting and improving our amateur service to our members and the amateur community. The changes I would like to achieve for the board are to have a better relationship with the ACMA and AMC, have a greater transparency and more engagement with our members and affiliated clubs, encourage more youth into the hobby, improve the current educational path and streamline the examination process that we currently have. Seven threes, Peter Dunikos, VK3FN. Our third candidate is current WIA President Greg, VK2GPK. Hello, WI members. This is Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, WI President. I'm a candidate in this year's board election seeking re-election and believe my corporate skills and experience as a senior manager with 18 years in banking and 12 years in the IT enterprise services can be leveraged as a director of the WIA. My vision, hopefully shared with other WI members, is for a continuing, relevant and viable role for the WA as the focal organisation representing Australian radio amateurs. Further, the WIA should be an effective lobby group with the various facets of government and for the WIA to evolve and change to ensure the relevant survival, growth and renewal of the Australian amateur radio fraternity. There is an imperative for change. However, I believe in change through evolution, not revolution, with fully informed consultation with the membership. My skill set includes financial management, project management, business strategy, IT strategy, corporate government and legislative compliance. A director of my own company for over 20 years and past director of a not-for-profit community radio station, I am crystal clear on the fiduciary obligations, responsibilities and personal liability as a director of a not-for-profit. I've also had an almost lifelong keen interest in electronics starting from early high school and built my first proper radio receiver at age 13, a super regenerative. I have a graduate diploma in business management with a specialisation in finance and gained my amateur licence at age 18 via participation in the Youth Radio Club scheme as a member of Westlakes Radio Club. I'm also a member of AR New South Wales. Thank you for listening. 
Fourth on the ballot paper is VK2TSG. Hello, I've been a licensed amateur operator since 1992 and have previously worked in radio communications sales and service in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. And for a short time I was welcomed as a member of the Moorabbin and District Amateur Radio Club, whilst in VK3. I'm currently the Vice President of the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club in New South Wales. I have extensive experience in managing and working in IT and communications for emergency services, including work in triple zero call centres, emergency operations centres, and as a responder in the field. I've also worked across several disciplines, including chaplaincy, peer support, nursing, volunteer services and management, as well as on boards and executive committees. Following in the footsteps of those who introduced me to the hobby, I've also recruited and mentored a number of people into amateur radio and founded a Facebook group to encourage foundation operators and those who support them to communicate and discuss common issues. It is my intention to investigate ways to increase the usage of the bands and also recruit newcomers to our ranks, including programs of mentoring and additional support for affiliate clubs and groups, particularly in remote and regional locations. I would also like to work with all stakeholders to examine improvements that could be made with the process of becoming a licensed amateur, as many have discussed such difficulties with me. If elected, I would be open to hearing from amateurs across Australia and its territories, whether members or not, to ensure that the WIA is able to understand the situations that we face. Thank you to all for your time and consideration in regards to the 2021 election. 73s from Stephen Green, VK2TSG. Thanks again, and next week, candidates five through eight. On the social scene, VK3, Moorabbin Hamfest, May 8. VK2, the Mayhem at the Wyong Racecourse, May 30. VK5, the Serg Convention, Mount Gambier, June 12-13. VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest, 9.30am, November 14. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Don't forget, International Amateur Radio Day, fast approaching April 18. Now till next we meet walk softly from australia this has been the wireless institute of australia with the weekly news service this broadcast is in text audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au